1: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com.
2: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is
1: Cruise Cruise
2: Radio. Radio.
1: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. So happy to have you here, my friend. Uh, Big week this week. Yeah, in fact, uh, on Tuesday... I drove down to Port Miami for a very special announcement by Sir Richard Branson himself. He officially launched virgin cruises he gave us some details about what virgin cruises will be what we'll see and all the details there basically uh, he's going to have three ships the first ship is going to be based out of port miami and it's going to start sailing in 2020 but i have to tell you when this guy does an event he does an event he landed a helicopter in downtown miami (laughs) and it's like who does that who lands a helicopter in downtown miami and then he did his little 20 to 30 minute spiel and he just went away, like just vanished. It was it was actually really cool, and also a lot of opinions about it. So we'll talk to Teresa norton Massek She's the Cruise Beat editor at TravelPulse.com. We'll also talk to Jody at Porthole Cruise Magazine. Colleen from Cruise Critic. Also, retired cruise executive Art Zabarski gave his thoughts on the launch of Virgin Cruises. Plus, we'll answer some of your listener questions. But before we go any further, I want to play a couple of clips from yesterday's press conference with Mr. Branson. And if you're listening to this in the future, this was taped on Tuesday. ...June 23rd, 2015. So without further ado, here is
3: Mr... ...or I should say Sir Richard Branson. Well, hi everybody. Thank you very much for coming. Um, And I'm very happy to share um, that we're full steam ahead... ...and we're starting with our hot red morning. As you know, uh, this Virgin takes people the whole way. Or all the way. (laughs) Around the world, more than 60 million people... ...enjoy our three award-winning airlines... ...our passenger train services, our holiday packages our hotels, and now even our cruises. Well, it's no secret that I've dreamed of building a cruise line for a very, very long time. One that offers wonderful service, unique experiences, and plays a positive role in the community and the environment. In fact, I first started planning a cruise ship company for under 30-year-olds when I was 27. Um, And I suspect... um, I did it just so I could have a blast on it. Uh, once I reached 31, I added a clause in the contract that would allow the owner on board. Since then, it's gone through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of reiterations uh, for under 35-year-olds, under 40-year-olds, and now it's for under 65-year-olds. LAUGHTER um, Anyway, Virgin Cruises plans to make some waves with an original and intimate experience. So we've chosen two brilliant partners to help um, create the energy, the fun, the friendliness that our customers know and love. Firstly, the master Italian shipbuilders, uh, Fincantari. Uh, When looking for someone who could build and create a truly virgin kind of cruise ship, the answer was obvious. Fincantari... Is um, will be the ones who will not only build but they'll help us design our gorgeous ships. Secondly, the Port of Miami and Miami Dade County. Um, we have always loved Miami and now it will partner with us for an even bigger role in our future.
1: Joining us on the line right now is the cruise beat editor for travelpulse.com, Teresa Norton Massac. Hey, Teresa, hey, Doug. So, uh, we just heard from Sir Richard Branson. What were your thoughts on this?
0: Well, it's very interesting. Um, You know, everybody is so curious about what exactly he is doing because whatever he does, he does it in his own style um, with a lot of fun and, um, you you know, out of the box a little bit, sort of doing different, new, and innovative things.
1: There's been a lot of water cooler talk about Virgin Cruises for the past six or seven months. So let's back up a little bit and talk about what we knew prior to this announcement.
0: Not a whole lot, um, honestly. Basically, what we knew was that. Sir Richard Branson, who's a billionaire headline magnet, wanted to start a cruise line. We knew he was partnering with Bain Capital, which is one of the biggest and richest investment firms in the world. Between Richard Branson and Bain and the CEO he hired, Tom McAlpin, we knew it was probably going to be a go and it was going to be something good and interesting. But we didn't know what. At that point, we didn't even know how many ships, what size or anything like that.
1: And we'll we have some more sound bites queued up uh, to talk about the size of the ships, and also to talk about uh, why they chose Port Miami to homeport. But before we get to that, uh, Teresa, Richard Branson is no stranger to the travel industry, is he?
0: No, not at all. Of course, everybody's familiar with Virgin Atlantic Airlines, Virgin America. He just started his Virgin Hotel chain with the first one that opened here in Chicago, and unfortunately, I haven't been to it yet. But, but um, you know, he's he's got his fingers in a lot of different pies.
1: He has all kinds of stuff. And then he has the CEO, Tom McAlpin. Now, I don't really know much about him, Teresa, but what is his background?
0: Well, Tom McAlpin has been in the cruise industry for a long time. Um, before joining Branson and Virgin, he was president of the world, which many people may not know about because it's sort of low-key, but it's a very, very high-luxury ship with private residences. It's like a ship with condos on that are individually owned. Um, 165 residences on the ship, and it just sails all over the world. So he was president of that since 2009. Um, before that, he was with Disney Cruise Line when it started up, and he later served five years as president. So he helped start a cruise line before in a new and different one. So he's a pretty seasoned savvy
1: guy. And speaking of Tom McAlpin, he was also at the press conference because he is the Virgin Cruises president and CEO, and he is here to talk about what we're going to see, what kind of ships we're going to see. So let's chew that up right now.
4: Each ship will be 110,000 tons each and include approximately 1,430 cabins. We're planning to set sail with more than 2,800 passengers and 1,150 crew to create the the greatest cruise experience to ever hit the high seas. Our estimated delivery dates for these cruises are early 2020, 2021, and 2022, respectively. And the letter of intent is the first part of a two-step process. And Virgin Cruises and Fincantieri are working right now on the the details and finalizing the ship design and working out the necessary financing details to form the final contract. And we're both committed to signing that contract later this year, sometime in the third or fourth quarter.
1: Okay, so Tom just said it. Three ships, uh, mid-size ships. A letter of intent right now, and then uh, they'll be signing, uh, letting the ink dry later on this year. Which a letter of intent is just part of the process, right, Teresa, of ordering a new ship?
0: Yeah, from what I understand, and um, Fincantieri, the shipyard, also sent out a press uh, release about this, and they called it a binding letter of intent. Mm. So it's a, it's a pr- pretty serious step, although not the final one in ordering a new ship.
1: Very good. Yeah, it, it's all contingent on financing and all that, but that's just a whole different show of its own. Uh, let's move on to the size of the ship then. He said it's going to be a mid-sized ship, 110,000 tons. Now that's about the size of the Carnival Conquest-class ships. Uh, what are your thoughts on the size of the ship?
0: The size of the ship, that's interesting because I also looked up other ships to see, and I came up with the Carnival Sunshine, which is about 102,000 gross registered tons, 3,000 passengers. So you can see it's, they're calling it mid-size, which I guess it is because, you know, the Allure and Oasis of the Seas are twice that size. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too long ago, 110,000 tons was considered a mega, mega ship, one of the largest in the world. It's quite a bit bigger than the ships that are in what we consider the luxury or the upper premium class. You know, the upper premium beings, for instance, Oceana or Azamara, they're kind of big compared to the luxury and premium upper premium market. But they're not mammoth. They're nowhere close to being the largest, among the largest in the world.
1: And Tom also said in the press conference that they're going to home port in Port Miami. So let's listen to a clip now of why he chose Port Miami. Miami is without a doubt the best fit for the Virgin
4: brand. It's a vibrant, red hot, sassy, sexy, and obviously an international city with so much much going on. And as you drive around the beautiful city today, it feels like we're on the cusp of something very, very special. And we're excited to be part of that. Virgin has a long and and loving history for the city as well, and today it's the headquarters of of our hotel company, Virgin Hotels. Our international airline, Virgin Atlantic, flies here on a daily basis. And earlier this year, we had the Virgin Racing team compete here in Formula E Racing, the world's first fully electric racing series. So Virgin really, really loves Miami. Miami is also the gateway to the stunning Caribbean, one of the best and most gorgeous places to cruise. And we know it will take them to places where we can create those epic experiences and those incredible memories that will last a lifetime. As the cruise capital of the world, Port of Miami also has a great infrastructure in place. And the new tunnel especially has has helped give people an easy way to get in and out of the cruise terminal, making for an excellent arrival and departure experience. So things like this are important to ensure that we can deliver those excellent experiences week in and week out. Virgin Cruises wants uh, boarding our ships to be as exciting as sailing on them, and we know that the Port of Miami will deliver exactly
1: that. So as you just heard, Teresa, they're going to be sailing from Port Miami. What kind of market do you think they're going to go after?
0: That's what we don't really know yet. Um, Of course, they do sort of indicate they are going for a younger um, clientele. You know, a lot of people still think cruising is for older people. You and I know that's not true. But um, he's obviously aiming at a younger clientele, but we don't know yet what level. It doesn't sound like it's going to be luxury, although it could be with that size of ship. I don't think he's going to go for the mass market, just because that's not what he usually does with his other travel businesses. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of speculation he was going to be in the more the upper premium. But again, the size of the ship... It's bigger than other ones in that category. So I'm not really sure. They're promising excitement and innovations and fun, but we don't have any specifics yet on on what exactly it's going to be, how inclusive it's going to be, and what sort of, you know, ambiance it's going to have on board.
1: Yeah, and the itineraries are going to be seven-day Caribbean itineraries with a Sunday sail date. So we have that going on. What are your thoughts about them picking Miami out of all the cruise ports in the world? Well,
0: Miami certainly is. You know, makes sense. It's got a huge cruise port there. It's got all the facilities, everything they need, and and you're so close to the Caribbean.
1: And also, with his airline flying into Miami, you can get some uh, good air and cruise packages put together there at an affordable price. So, uh, in closing, here, Teresa, what are your final thoughts of Virgin Cruises?
0: Well, the final thoughts is that everybody is so curious about what exactly he's going to do. People love Richard Branson. He's brash. I mean, he was wearing red shorts and sneakers. <laughs> and the captain's had at the press conference. He attracts a lot of attention and there's been a lot of breathless anticipation about this cruise line. We finally got our first new um our first new details about this company uh the other day and and the anticipation level was through the roof even among the you know, the press, which is used to covering these kind of things. So it's going to attract a lot of new attention to the cruise industry, not just to Virgin. It'll splash over to the other companies
1: as well. Richard Branson was saying that he wants our input as far as our being consumer input on what these ships should have on it. So you can go to virgincruises.com if you want to give your input on, say, in a, what you think the ship should have. People have already tweeted me and put on Facebook that they're asking for uh, vodka machines on there. Vodka soda machines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw somebody say they wanted a, one of those lazy river water rides on the
1: top deck. That would be cool, yeah. I, I, I could see that, too. We've been talking with Teresa Norton-Masic, Cruise Beat Editor at TravelPulse.com. Teresa, thanks for being on the show again.
0: Oh, anytime,
5: Doug.
2: This is Cruise Radio. When is your next cruise?
5: Where are you going? And what are you going to do once you get there? Market-leading specialist CruisingExcursions.com offers savings up to 60% offshore excursions versus cruise line prices. Whether it's private, shared, scenic, historic, or family tours, cruisingexcursions.com has up to 12,000 excursions in over 700 ports worldwide, like Rome, Vatican City, St. Petersburg, in which we include the visas, Sydney, and Jamaica, just to name a few. You can even bundle your excursions for more savings. Make your next vacation affordable and unforgettable by visiting cruisingexcursions.com.
1: We'd love to hear your comments. Email comments at cruiseradio.net. We always enjoy getting your listener questions. If you have a question you'd like to ask, email comments at cruiseradio.net. Today's questions are all about shore excursions. So we brought on Shelly. She's the shore excursions manager at cruisingexcursions.com and she joins us this evening. Hello, Shelly. Hi, Doug. How are you? Very well. We're going to jump right to the first question here. It says, what are some of your most popular tours in Cozumel?
5: We do have quite a couple, to be honest with you. Most of our tourists tend to prefer the Safari Bus Island tour. I'm not sure whether it's because it's a very good sort of mixed tour that involves the beach or whether it's the tequila that's involved (laughs) because you do go to a tequila factory. So you get to sort of learn all about the processes of making tequila and then uh, the most favoured part is obviously getting to taste the tequila, which goes down really well. Yes. And then you head off to the beach, which is on the other side. And um, you get to go and sit on some lounge chairs and look at the pool over there as well. It's a really good sort of mixed tour because you also get to learn a little bit about Mayan culture because you visit the ruin that's over in Cedral and then also to buy some souvenirs, which people just love to do whilst they're on holiday. So it's a really good mixed tour. That's one of our most popular.
1: Very nice. So this tour, actually, it includes the open-air bus, the the guide, the uh, tequila tasting, and the beach itself?
5: It does. It also, after the tequila factory... Uh, has a bottled water for everyone as well because people tend to be a little bit thirsty after the tequila factory. Yes,
1: it's very important to stay hydrated, too, whenever you're drinking tequila.
5: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh,
1: Moving on to the next question, Shelley. It says, my family is very active. Can you recommend any great Western Caribbean scuba diving locations?
5: The best location is in Barbados, and it's the Turtles and Shipwreck Snorkel that we offer There's a lot of shipwrecks over there. I think there's six main ones that you get to visit and snorkel around. And it dates back to the First World War. So over in the Browns Beach area, you get to swim with all of the turtles. And um, you get sort of a guided explanation before you go down and swim with them just for your safety and theirs. And then once you've done that, you go over to the marine park where the shipwrecks are. So you get to see um, sort of a lot of interesting, you know, wildlife over there that you wouldn't normally see. So that's one of our most popular in Barbados.
1: Very nice. Question number three, we are visiting Nassau, Bahamas aboard Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas this summer. Is there anything that you suggest? Absolutely.
5: I mean, obviously, a lot of tourists tend to like different things, but one that seems to hit home for everybody, whether it's sort of an older client, or whether it's someone travelling with young children, is um, discover Nassau Town and Atlantis. And I think the reason being, again, is that it's quite quite a mixed tour. So you get a little bit of history by going to Nassau Town. You get a little bit of seeing all of the architecture because of going to the government buildings. But you also get to see Atlantis as well, which, as you know, is extremely popular in the Caribbean.
1: Our next question, Shelley, our listener says, we are looking for some excitement and some fun on our Western Caribbean shore excursions. What do you suggest? Uh, well, obviously, it depends
5: on everybody's sort of interpretation of fun. So I wouldn't like to suggest what maybe the you know individual client is after. Uh, one of our most popular ones that seems to be quite exciting is a Duns River Falls tour. And it takes you to all of the uh, little pools and also all of the falls. So it's quite a good one because people can jump off the waterfalls. They can also go and swim in the tranquil waters of the pools. So it kind of um, suits everybody. You get a little bit of, um, obviously, panorama. You get to see the fauna and fauna and swim, which a lot of people do like. You also get to see Ocaria, and it will take you to a ruins restaurant. So you can have um, a buffet-style lunch, or you can go straight to the falls. So it's really up to them, but tends to work very well when people are looking for something that little bit different.
1: Uh, Our next question is, we normally take our shore excursions strictly through the cruise line, but we're branching out this time. Are the cruising excursions, shore excursions, guided?
5: Absolutely. All of the tours that we put on our uh, website and offer to our customers on a daily basis include English-speaking tour guides. They are all professionally trained, and unless it's a transfer only... They would also include drivers that are English-speaking, but we have professional tour guides on all of our tours.
1: Very nice. And last but not least, it says we're taking a family reunion cruise this August aboard Norwegian Sky. We are traveling as a group, so do you offer any discounts?
5: We do generally offer discounts for groups. It's usually when they comprise of 12 or more passengers. As you know, there are a lot of large families out there that like to get together during their annual holidays. So as a result, we do offer discounts for larger groups. And we can also incorporate as well free places. So our rates do become extremely competitive. When you do book with us, you get dedicated groups manager allocated to you. So they'll be able to assist you through the main initial inquiry status all the way through to your after sales. And be able to work and adapt all of your queries and questions to a tour that is suitable for yourself many of our private tours if you're choosing to do it on a private basis which is just for your family or group will also include entrance fees and costs of transfer so there'd be no hidden costs and we also make sure that we work within the budget that you specify for us we do have also a cancellation policy whereby you would be able to cancel free of charge up to two weeks before your cruise ship departure. So it does help us work very well with the larger groups. As you can imagine, there are lots of amendments and changes that need to be made along the way. And we also offer low group deposits, which helps as well.
1: So I guess the big question is, Shelley, when are you coming to the Caribbean?
5: Um, I'm hoping for it to be soon. Okay. However... We're we're not entirely sure because <laughs> I've also got all these other wonderful places to visit. So
1: I'm thinking of Australia next. Very very nice. Uh, well, if you have any listener questions for Shelley, just email comments at cruiseradio.net. We've been talking with the shore excursions manager, Shelley, with cruisingexcursions.com. Shelley, we thank you for your time this evening and have a good one.
5: Oh, you too. You're very welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. Cruise
2: Radio, maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net.
1: Always good to see travel rider Art Zabarski here on Cruise Radio. How you
2: doing, my friend? Good, Doug. How have you been?
1: Good, man. We're sitting here. We're right here at Port Miami, overlooking this beautiful bay here. And uh, Richard Branson, Sir Richard Branson, I should say, just announced Virgin Cruises. What are your thoughts? You, you've been, Well, first off, a background about yourself. You've been in the industry for quite a bit.
2: I've been in the industry on or off since 83. And just your point about Port of Miami, what they've done with this port since then is just amazing. It was a really not a very special port back then, although it was the number one port for the Caribbean. But the the way they've rebuilt it and continued to improve it, especially now with the tunnel, making it so much easier to get in and out of here, is nothing short of amazing. My credit to anybody involved in that. And I understand why Virgin would want to be here.
1: What are your thoughts on a 110,000-ton ship?
2: Uh, A 110,000-ton ship right now is a little below average in the industry. The average is about 122,000. If I got his numbers correctly, there are going to be about 2,800 people on board. Uh, Space ratio slightly under 40, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. They haven't released any details of what's going to be inside the ship. Uh, They're very excited about it. Tom McAlpin, who's got a great pedigree in the business, is very excited, obviously, about what they're going to introduce. They talk about uh, uh, um, attracting an audience. That hasn't been attracted before. It's going to be interesting to see what they mean by that. But so far, there are no details other than the size. It's a, it's a mid-sized ship, as they say.
1: Art Sabarsky, it was good seeing you, my friend. Good seeing you, Doug. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Hanging out with Sherry Kennedy here at Port Miami. And, uh, wow, this is, uh, this is an exciting event, Sherry.
3: It sure is, Doug. I mean, this has been uh, a spectacular appearance of Richard Branson, excuse me, Sir Richard Branson, and just to have all this activity in Miami again, and it's revitalizing, and it's exciting.
1: You've been selling travel for upwards of 20 years. Uh, Pretty cool.
3: It is. I'm really excited, Um, and they're trying to, from what he said in the uh, little introduction, he really wants to work with the travel agent community
1: and get the public's opinion so that they can tailor these ships to get what what do you say 85% of the people that he surveyed have never been on a cruise but they would go on a Virgin cruise. Sherry Kennedy, good seeing you. Thanks Doug, it was great seeing you too. It's always good to see Colleen McDaniel, managing editor at Cruise Critic. How are you doing, Colleen? I'm doing great, Doug. Thanks. Pretty big announcement today. Yeah, this is really exciting stuff. We've been following it for the past what, 6 months or so. Was it did it kind of live up to what you were expecting?
5: Uh, I think that there were some things that sort of hit our expectations. Certainly, we were expecting a couple of new ships. Uh, love that there's that Miami uh, component to it. Uh, a little bit surprised on the size of the ships. Of course, in the rumor mills, it had had ships much larger, but um, it's sort of shooting for that mid-size ship, uh, which is a terrific spot. So, yeah, really. With
1: the mid-size ship, one hundred and ten thousand tons, what kind of audience do you think he's targeting?
5: They made a really good point. Uh, Ryan Cotton, who's with the Bain Group, had mentioned that you know they were really looking for people that wanted to cruise but really hadn't found that home at sea and I thought that was a really interesting way of putting it. So that that's definitely something that they're looking for, that that group that maybe hasn't cruise. I think that's definitely a first time cruise play.
1: Hanging out with Jody Ornstein, Editorial Director at Porthole Cruise Magazine. Hello, Jody.
3: Hey, Doug. How's it going?
1: Good. Thank you so much for asking. I never thought you would. Since this is going to be a virgin brand, uh, we're going to expect a lot of cool things. What do you expect?
3: I mean, the thing is, there are so many cool things about cruising already today with onboard innovations from skydiving and surfing and ice skating. So the question is, where can they go from here and what else can they possibly think about? But if anyone can do it, if anyone can shock the cruise industry, it's Richard Branson.
1: Jody, thank you for being here. No problem, thanks. All righty, that'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio. Thanks again for being here. Remember, all things Cruise Radio and back episodes can be found on our website, cruiseradio.net, or check out our Facebook coverage of the Virgin Cruises announcement, facebook.com slash cruise radio. From the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio.
2: Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.